Welcome to Unlocking Impact. I'm your host, Sarah Schoenfeld, CEO of the Trade Impact Foundation. In this podcast, we explore issues at the intersection of the global economy, sustainability, and human rights. In today's episode, we are covering ESG. You've probably seen this abbreviation, which stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. We are going to cover what it means, why it matters, and how to navigate the realm of ESG and ESG ratings, metrics, standards, and beyond. So historically, investment has been solely based on financial gain. But today we're seeing a shift in investors' priorities and in turn, company priorities. This is aligned with the shift from shareholder capitalism to the growing popularity of stakeholder capitalism. So shareholder capitalism is when companies are supposed to maximize value for their shareholders. The shareholders are the owners of a company. Many have argued that shareholder capitalism has led to growing inequality, growing environmental risk, and a host of social impact issues. Therefore, a more holistic view of investment that seeks to provide value to all stakeholders is gaining more and more popularity. Stakeholders that include customers, employees, suppliers, communities, as well as shareholders. Soon after, ESG metrics were widely developed in an effort to measure progress in alignment with stakeholder capitalism. So what do each of the ESG categories mean? And what questions should we be asking when looking to invest or support a company otherwise? Whether that be through purchases or employment choices. Let's start with the E, the environmental criteria in ESG. Think about what a company's impact is on the environment. Are they working to mitigate any negative environmental impact? Do they measure carbon emissions? Do they measure carbon emissions they directly cause, as well as the indirect emissions of their manufacturing or operations? Do they apply low-carbon solutions that are available today? And are they innovating to reduce their emissions and hopefully completely reduce them to zero in the future? Environmental criteria may also include looking into a company's contamination or conservation policies, as well as their energy use. Evaluating a company's environmental impact is becoming increasingly popular with investors that are also interested in measuring climate risk, especially considering the increased amount of climate-related national disasters. In terms of the S in ESG, social responsibility, This is about a company continuously improving their social impact. A company's social impact can range from donating to the local community to supporting diversity and inclusion within their organization. Social responsibility carries over to all the people and all the communities that are impacted by a company's operations and can even extend to a company's third-party relationships, such as those in their supply chain. And lastly, In terms of a company's governance, which stands for the G in ESG, how is leadership driving positive change? What policies are they putting in place? It's important to take into account the transparency within a company, within an organization. Does this company practice ethical business? 
Breaking down each of these categories and asking the important questions can help you to measure a company's impact on the world and help you to make more informed decisions about the organizations that you choose to support. Now, no company is perfect, and the extent of their efforts and commitments in each of these categories will likely vary. Now, there have been a lot of discussions about how ESG investments can be a way for you to have a positive impact while also receiving high financial returns. In fact, a recent study conducted by the NYU Stern Center for Sustainable Business found a positive relationship between ESG investing and financial performance. Its popularity is catching on to both investors and corporate actors, with 88% of publicly traded companies having ESG initiatives in place. The idea is that ESG investing can give you the freedom to align your financial decisions with your personal values. But Let's take a closer look at ESG ratings. The factors going into these ESG ratings are in many instances very subjective. So it is very difficult to sum up the impact of a company in one number. I mean, consider a company that is, let's say, at the high end of industry standard when it comes to everything environmental sustainability, huge investments in green innovation, working really hard to mitigate the carbon emissions, reporting very closely on the use of their toxic chemicals in their factories or anywhere else. However, what if that same company purchases their raw materials, which is the supplies that go into creating a product, what if they purchase their raw materials from third-party suppliers that employ child labor or forced labor or even voluntary but inhumane labor standards? What then? What ESG rating does that company deserve? Now, consider a recent case of this. In Russia, leading up to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, billions of dollars in funds that met European ESG standards were invested in Russian companies. But ESG raters are expected to incorporate social and governance factors such as democracy and human rights into these ratings. So the ESG rating system often has to compile large amounts of data into one simple rating. And even if there's a rating for the E and a rating for the S and a rating for the G, even that will be based on so much information in so many different specific issues along the way. So these ratings may not be telling you the whole story and may be emphasizing certain issues over others. Another issue we've seen with ESG is claims and ratings that later are subject to criticism due to lack of transparency or threats of false claims, such as greenwashing. Greenwashing is false claims about the environmental impact of a product. So when we're trying to navigate this world of ESG, it's important to remember that there are no consistent benchmarks used in this area just yet. So making sure that you understand the breakdown of a company's ESG rating and what factors are being considered is really important. Second, always remember that at the end of the day, you are getting just a glimpse into the real impact behind an investment or a company. So the more details that you have about that investment or the company you're seeking to support, the better. Finally, keep in mind the unavoidable subjectivity 
in the realm of ESG, and that a healthy cynicism is likely going to help you along the way. Thank you so much for joining us today on Unlocking Impact. I hope that you learned something new about ESG. If you have a minute to rate or review the show, we really appreciate that. And I hope that you can join us next time.